to the Daily Scripture Podcast. My name is Jerome Lavelle. I hope that you are having a great day today. Today we will be looking at the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, verses 1 through 22. Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, that if he should find any men or women who belonged to the way, he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. On his journey as he was nearing Damascus, a light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, Who are you, sir? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice, but could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was unable to see, and he neither ate nor drank. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying there, and in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, that he might regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I have heard from many sources about this man, what evil things he has done to your holy ones in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to imprison all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel, and I will show him what he will have to suffer for my name." So Ananias went and entered the house, laying his hands on him. He said, Saul, my brother, the Lord has sent me, Jesus, who appeared to you on the way by which you came, that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, things like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. He got up and was baptized, and when he had eaten, he recovered his strength. He stayed some days with the disciples in Damascus, and he began at once to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. All who heard him were astounded and said, Is not this the man who in Jerusalem ravaged those who call upon his name and came here expressly to take them back in chains to the chief priests? But Saul grew all the stronger and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus, proving that this is the Christ. Today in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verses 1 through 22, we hear the story of Saul of Tarsus and his encounter with God on the road to Damascus. Among conversions and callings described in our Bible, Paul's conversion on that road is one of the most dramatic Remember that Saul was among the chief persecutors of early Christians, whose movement was also called the way. Jesus had said, I am the way and the truth and the life. So Paul was persecuting the way, 
and only in the mystery of God was he the one called in such a manner. One minute he was on the road with his mindset on further persecution and bringing the way members back in chains, and the next he was being knocked from his horse, hearing God's voice, losing his eyesight, meeting the man Ananias in Damascus, and regaining his sight with a new purpose in life and a new name. In three short days, he went from Saul, the persecutor, to Paul, the instrument of God. In Acts chapter 22, Ananias clearly laid out what Paul's mission was to him. He said, The God of our ancestors designated you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and hear the sound of his voice, for you will be his witness before all. And he did. From that day, Paul became an unstoppable, irrepressible, indefatigable instrument of God. And that has me thinking today about my life and my calling and my commitment to be his instrument in my life. In the things I do, the conversations I have, the words I use, in my thoughts and attitudes in the things I do and the things I fail to do. Today I recommit myself, dear God, to being your instrument. And with that in mind, I'll close with one of my favorite prayers that I always think of when I think of being an instrument of God. And I think it is appropriate today. It's called the Peace Prayer or the Prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. It goes like this, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. And to that I say, Amen. Thank you for joining the Daily Scripture Podcast. My name is Jerome Lavelle, and remember our word of the day is being an instrument of Christ. Until next time, be well and be blessed.